The Lord's ark was in the country of the Philistines seven months. The Philistines called for the priests. What shall we do with the Lord's ark? Show us how we should send it to its place. 1 Samuel 6, 1-2 Dear God, please forgive us for the times we mess up. Help us to remember that it is good for us when we are corrected for our mistakes. It means that you love us and we're your children. Help us to make good choices today and honor you with our words and actions. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. God's Ark Returns to Israel In the last story, we learned about the Philistines defeating Israel and taking the Ark of the Covenant. And as God said, Eli and his sons lost their life. In this story, we learn how Israel gets the Ark of the Covenant back as inspired by the book of 1 Samuel. Julia Sadler here. Thanks for coming back to another story from the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today's story is all about the Philistines and what happens when you go against God's best plan. The good news is things are starting to turn around for God's people. The ark is back where God wants it, and hopefully their hearts are too. Let's listen. Since the Philistines were polytheistic, They believed in and worshipped many false gods. The Philistines had a main god for their nation, and they called him Dagon. Dagon was a god of fertility and agriculture. They had a temple of worship for Dagon. They also had a statue of Dagon. They placed the Ark of God in the temple of Dagon right next to the idol of Dagon. The Philistines had taken the Ark of God to one of their cities, which was called Ashad. When the people of Ashad woke up in the morning, they could not believe their eyes. The statue of Dagon had fallen in front of the Ark of God. The people gathered together and put the statue back up in its place. When the people of Ashad woke up the next morning, they still could not believe what had happened. The statue of Dagon had fallen in front of the Ark of God a second time. Worst of all, Dagon's hands and head had broken off. The people of Ashad and the priests of Dagon were afraid to get near the broken statue. The people of Ashad did not know it was God who was doing this. God was angry at what the Philistines had done with his Ark. God brought afflictions to the Philistines. He gave the people tumors and sent rats all throughout the city. Then the city leaders gathered together with the other leaders of Philistine. They decided to send the Ark of God to the city called Gath. Again, God attacked this city too. 
He gave people tumors and sent rats throughout the land. There was destruction and death throughout the land. People panicked again and decided to send the Ark of God to a different Philistine city called Ekron. God did the same thing to Ekron too. The leaders of Ekron gathered the other leaders of Philistine. They did not want the ark because it was bringing death and destruction into their city. So the Philistines began to plan to send the ark of God back to Israel. The priests said, If you return the ark of God to Israel, send a guilt offering. Then the God of Israel will heal us and stop attacking us and Dagon. The leaders of Philistines did not know what to give God as a guilt offering. The priest advised them, Make a model of five gold tumors and five gold rats. Give glory to the God of Israel and make him stop attacking us. Do not make the same mistake the Egyptians did. So the Philistines made the five gold models of the tumors and rats. They put it on a cart with the Ark of God. They sent it back to a nearby Israeli town. When the Israelites saw the Ark of God, they began to rejoice. They could not believe the Philistines had returned it to them. That day, some of the Israelites performed sacrifices and made offerings to God. However, some Israelites were struck down by God because they mistreated the Ark of God. Then, after the Israelites were done with their sacrifices, they sent a message to another Israeli town. They told the other Israelites to come retrieve the Ark of God and take it back to their town. I guess those Philistines learned their lesson, for now anyway. In today's story, we find a very important truth from God's Word. Even though God is loving, kind, gracious, and forgiving, He still punishes sin. When someone is doing something evil, God deals with it in His way and time. You can be sure of that. As we heard, the Philistines worshipped many false gods. One of those gods was named Dagon. The Philistines have made a big statue or idol of Dagon they could worship and bow down to. They put it in a temple, and to make matters worse, they put the Ark of God's people right next to it. So not only were they worshiping false gods, they were almost making fun of the Lord by putting his Ark that was so special to him next to Dagon's statue. Not sure about you, but I would not want to be known for making fun of the God of the universe, creator of all things, or even just ignoring what he said. If you remember, the statue fell down during the night and even broke. The Philistines began to get scared, and rightly so. God punished them and showed his power to them, so they got rid of it as quickly as possible. The problem was that the Ark did not belong to these other cities or people. As soon as one city would agree to take it, God would punish them. This continued until the Ark was finally back where it belonged, with God's people. The Bible tells us that the Israelites cheered and screamed for joy when they got the Ark back. 
They put it in a safe place and worshiped God that day. This story is a good reminder of why we sometimes get punished. Can you remember the last time you broke a rule, said something disrespectful, or did something you were not supposed to do? Were you punished? Maybe you were grounded. You couldn't do what you like to do or had something taken away that you love. Even though it does not always feel like it, God's word teaches us that discipline is really good for us. It helps us learn things we need to know so we won't make even bigger mistakes later. The author of Hebrews 12 tells us that when we are disciplined, we should be happy because that means we are God's children. It also says that being punished feels terrible, sad, and painful when it's happening. But after that, it makes us better. It helps us live the way God wants us to live, which is always the best way to live. And get this, punishment can also be a sign of someone's love for you. Think about it this way. If your parent or teacher did not care about you or love you, they wouldn't bother punishing you. They would just say, um, who cares? So you would never learn how to do what's right. You would probably choose to do things that were bad for you or put you in danger. And your bad choices would probably hurt others. That's why Proverbs 3.12 tells us that the Lord disciplines those he loves, just like a father corrects his son because he delights in him. Even though it doesn't feel good to be punished, at least we know that it's because we are loved and we'll be better because of it. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to come back next time because Israel is turning around and going God's way. He's going to send some loud thunder to scare the Philistines. And, well, trust me, you don't want to miss what's happening next. Aren't you glad we get to learn about God's word? The Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Loving the podcast? Subscribe for the latest episodes and help kids and parents explore God's word with Kids Bible in a Year. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.